This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. Awesome! Everyone okay? Fantastic. If I've not met you before, my name is Pete. And it's a privilege uh, to open God's Word this morning. We're going to go into a new series in a moment. Uh, But before we do that, I wanted to give you a quick update on the community grocery, uh, which has started really well. Yeah, you you can do that. That's great. (laughs) We had a great uh, launch event uh, Tuesday night and then Wednesday was opening day and uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, almost like non-stop people coming through the doors. I think it's over 200 members. I'm now looking at Daniela, over 200 members already on week one, which is outstanding. And they're 200 either individuals or they represent a family who already their lives are being impacted and uh, just such a privilege to meet those people, to meet them where they are, to meet them in their need. And we're going to start a journey, we've already started now a journey with them to take them to a place of uh, transformation. So very, very excited. Community Grocery has been received so well by the community. Uh, Yeah, you can see these awesome pictures behind me. I love that one. What a poser. Uh, great picture. Uh, Tom and, uh, and Daniela, uh, who are a manager and assistant manager, and lots of volunteers already from the Life Church community who have been outstanding getting the shop ready to open and then meeting people as they've come in. But we need more volunteers. So I want to say a few quick things before we launch into our new series. One, we'd love to see more volunteers from our Life Church community. Uh, we're going to have other people across the community who will be getting involved. One of the dreams is that members eventually become volunteers. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? That people enter as a member, uh, enter at a point of need, and then want to give back and want to serve their community and become volunteers. But we'd love the bulk of volunteers to come from this community because we want to fill the community grocery with life. You know, with people of faith. And so if you've got availability, Monday to Friday, 9 till 5, you can give a morning, you can give an afternoon, you can give a whole day, uh, you can give an hour, uh, whatever you're able to give as a volunteer, uh, then we'd love to chat to you even today. Uh, if you're watching at home, uh, you can message us. If you're in the room after the service, uh, come and chat to me or Daniela at reception. You can ask us about the different roles. It's, it's meeting people, it's on the tills, it's uh, shifting food as we get all these food deliveries that come in. Um, but it's really uh, impactful. It's really incredible, real privilege to be involved with the community grocery. Uh, you just saw on Life News about food donations. So this Wednesday we'll have the food bin uh, here for the last time because now going forward people can give food on a Sunday. So we'll have the food uh, collection on a Sunday as part of our service. But you can now, if you've got food you want to uh, donate to the community grocery, you can take that directly to the grocery and then stay and volunteer. That would be great, wouldn't it? So you can take some food and then stay uh, and help out for a bit. If you want to give financially, I know there's a number of people who have been wanting to uh, support other people's membership or those kind of things. The best way to do that is by going to the grocery, going directly to the grocery, have a look, check it out, uh, see the great work. And if you then want to pay for someone's shopping, you can do that in the shop. Uh, That's the best way to do that. So that's amazing. Very exciting. Community Grocery Update, come and chat to us after if you've got any questions about that. But we're going to start our new series uh, on this Baptism Sunday. We're starting a new series called Rhythm. God has a rhythm. Everything has a rhythm. The universe has a rhythm. 
The planets in our solar system have a rhythm. The earth has a rhythm. The seas have a rhythm. The four seasons have a rhythm. Our bodies have a rhythm. Our heart has a rhythm. Our lungs have a rhythm. And the natural rhythm for a Christian is to pray, to worship, to be baptised, to spend time with God, to serve, to be on mission, to give, to follow, to live a life of faith. Anyone up for that? And we're for living that kind of life or rhythm. And the main aim of this series will be to seek to live our lives in the rhythm of King Jesus. That's what we're going to be seeking to do in this series. What does it mean to be a Christian? What's the natural rhythm for a Christian life? And today, just in case you haven't noticed, is Baptism Sunday. In a few moments' time, uh, we're going to see uh, three awesome people get baptised, we're going to hear their story and they're going to make a public declaration of their faith. Stand in front of friends and family and their church community to say, we want to live for Jesus. We, we want to centre our lives on King Jesus. So that's going to be incredible. And so today, for the next few minutes, we're going to think about baptism. And I, I want to go to a story uh, in Scripture. This is uh, Mark chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. And this is the story of Jesus' baptism. Jesus was baptised. And then later we'll see a scripture where Jesus uh, commands his followers to be baptised too. But this is the story of Jesus' baptism. And after this story, I want to ask the question, why did Jesus get baptised? But let's read the story first. This is Mark chapter 1, verse 9, and it's on the screen. You can look at it in your real Bible to check it's right, but you can also see it on the screen. At that time... Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptised by John in the Jordan. Verse 10. Just as Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice from heaven came saying, You are my Son, whom whom I love. With you I am well pleased. God was from Lancashire. (laughs) well pleased with you, (laughs) in whom I am well, well pleased. Awesome story. I love this story. Mark chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. Verse 9, we see that Jesus is traveling from uh, Nazareth in Galilee to the Jordan. Jesus did this on purpose. He wasn't, it didn't just happen to be in the area and thought, oh, I'll, get, I'll get dunked today. Jesus intentionally, there was a moment, this is the beginning of Jesus' ministry. At this point in Mark's gospel, this is Mark chapter 1, so this is the beginning of the Jesus story according to Mark. At this point, we haven't seen Jesus do a lot in his public ministry. That's about to begin. Jesus understands there's kind of a coronation moment. You know, there's kind of like a crowning moment. There's a moment where he's going to be authorised by the Father to begin his public ministry. So Jesus travels three days. You know, I don't think anybody's travelled three days to get here this morning. But all of us, you know, those being baptised today, I'm sure there's been moments this week where you've thought, no, maybe, maybe this is too much, or I'm struggling a bit. Or maybe even this morning for some of us, there were things we had to overcome obstacles we had to overcome but we knew we had to be here you know most most Sundays I meet someone in the congregation who says I just knew I had to be there and I'm so glad I did I'm so glad I was here today for the worship or for those stories or to chat to somebody or to be prayed for by somebody today is a significant day 
Today's a significant day for those being baptized. But I believe for each one of us and for those at home, there could be a significant moment. Maybe already something in the worship has stirred you or spoken to you. Maybe there's been a conversation with somebody. Maybe today, volunteering for the community grocery unlocks something in your life. Maybe as we share God's word this morning, there'll be a scripture that speaks to you that unlocks something in your life. Jesus made the three-day journey. He knew he had to get there. And the reason he had to get there was he knew this would be a crowning moment. Verse 10 the moment happens. He comes out of the water. He's been baptized. He comes out of the water and he, uh, and the Spirit, he saw heaven open and the Spirit descending on him in this kind of crowning, coronating moment. And this is a fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. Uh, we have various scriptures where we see this moment prophesied and Jesus steps into his destiny. He steps into this moment. And then verse 11, these incredible words. This is what the Father speaks over the Son. You are my Son, whom, I'm, whom I love. In this moment, we see Jesus' identity. One, Son of God. Two, beloved of God. You know, in this moment, we see Jesus is Son of God. He is the Son of God. And in this moment, we see he is the beloved. He's the beloved of God in whom the Father is well pleased. This event confirms Jesus's identity. And if you want to read on later in Mark, we're not going to look at this today. But if you want to read on later in Mark's gospel, we see Jesus's mission revealed. In this story, it's Jesus's identity. In the next story, we see Jesus's mission is revealed. So I want to ask a few questions this morning. And my first question is this. Why did Jesus get baptised? We'll see today, we'll hear today people's stories of lives changed, of a transformation moment, of a new life beginning. Why did Jesus get baptised? You know, we believe that baptism is about one life ending and a new life beginning. It's a moment of repentance. It's a moment of turning away from one way of living and entering into a new life. But Jesus didn't have any sin. Jesus didn't do anything wrong. And we know in the Bible that John, John the Baptist, who gets his nickname, you know, from this this moment, John the Baptist, his baptism was a baptism of repentance. So why did Jesus get baptised? He had nothing to repent of. And if you know the story in other Gospels, you know that John was reluctant. He's like, I can't baptise you. You are the Lamb of God. You're the one without sin. You should be baptising me. So why did Jesus get baptised? A few quick thoughts on that. One is, as I've already said, this baptism moment was a crowning moment where his identity was to be revealed, where he's authorised by the Father and his identity is to be revealed. Secondly, he's demonstrating humility and submission. Jesus didn't need to be baptised because of repentance. He chose to humble himself. He chose to submit. He chose to enter the water. It was about humility. This is the kind of king that Jesus is. He's the kind of king that humbles himself. He's the kind of king that kneels down and washes his disciples' feet. He's the kind of king that at the beginning of his ministry, he enters into the waters of baptism. He humbles himself. He submits himself. And my last thought on this, and you might have other thoughts, and you can, you can come and share them with me after. Another, my, my final thought on why did Jesus get baptised is Jesus is enacting a new exodus. 
in the Old Testament, the Exodus story is kind of the defining story of the people of God. It's a story of people who were living enslaved, leaving slavery and entering into a new life. And the way they did that was by crossing the water, by passing through the water, the Red Sea. They literally walked through, walked through the water, got separated the water. They walked through from one life of slavery into a new life of freedom. And in Jesus, Jesus is enacting that. He's becoming the new exodus. He's saying, if you've been living a life restricted and trapped, enslaved, then this baptism moment, this baptism symbol speaks of a new exodus, a new kind of freedom, not just a a freedom to live in a new land, but a freedom to be a new kind of person, a freedom to live in a new kind of kingdom with a new kind of king. So Jesus is enacting a new kind of exodus. So that's why Jesus got baptised, I think. You might disagree. You might come back to me on that. So why do we get baptised? That's Jesus' baptism story. But why do we get baptised? And three people are about to do this in a moment. And maybe you've been baptised before. Maybe you've not been baptised and today you'll be inspired by their stories. And we'd love, we'd love that today's baptism inspires other people to want to be baptised, to want to live for Jesus. So why do we get baptised? Well, in Matthew 28... Verse 19, Jesus commands us. Jesus says this, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. So why do we get baptized? Because Jesus told us to. It's about obedience. It's about submission. It's also about humility. It's us humbling ourselves and saying, I want to live for Jesus. I want to obey the commandments of Jesus. Now, I don't know about you. I always find baptisms emotional. I always find the stories and just the moment, the, uh, this kind of symbolic moment, very moving uh, and very powerful and very inspiring. I'm sure that will happen again today. I'm sure there'll be a few tears shed again today. Uh, And just in a moment, we're going to watch uh, a video of someone's baptism. This is someone's baptism moment, an intimate moment. It's family and it's friends. And as you'll see on the video, it's kind of a home video style. And uh, I want to show you this story. And then after the story, I'll explain a little bit about who the people are uh, on the video. Just so you know, uh, they are Brazilian. So in this video, uh, it's in Portuguese. The scripture's in Portuguese. I've checked with Portuguese speakers in the room and it is... Uh, Portuguese and the saying uh, the saying good things. So let's uh, let's watch the video and see this baptism story.
Beautiful. And that scripture that you saw, uh, Marcos 16, verse 16, Mark 16, 16 says this, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. What a beautiful, what a beautiful scripture. But that story, so for those who don't know who Roberto Firmino is, uh, here he is. Now, just um, indulge me for a second. I do see one Liverpool shirt in the crowd. Um, so these are footballers, two of the people on that screen, uh, footballers. And I just love this moment. What I, lo- I love the moment he's baptised and he throws his fist in the air like he scored a goal. But he's not scored a goal in this moment. He does score goals very, very often. Uh, this lad, si senor. Come on, anyone with me? No. <laughs> and... Um, And he throws his fist in the air like he scored a goal, but he's not scored a goal. He's just said to Jesus, I'm making you the center of my life. And behind Roberto Firmino is a guy called Alison Becker, probably the best goalkeeper in the world. Uh, No, won everything uh, that you can win as a footballer, almost. Incredible, but behind him, the emotion in his face as he's seen his friend being baptized. You know, this guy, unbelievable you know, money, you know, very successful in the life that he's lived. But in this moment, he's watching his friend being baptized by their Brazilian pastor. And the emotion, you know, not the emotion of thousands of fans and adulation and not, not all of that, but the emotion, the power, the significance of seeing his friend baptized overwhelmed him. Whenever I watch that video, it moves me. I just love it. I love it that, you know, for these guys, we might look at and think, well, they've made it. They don't need Jesus. They don't need faith. They don't need religion. I said, for these guys, it's all about Jesus. And this is the post uh, that Bobby Firmino posted after he won the Premier League a few years ago. He said this, for him and for him alone, all things, to him be the glory forever. These are people who, they got baptized. Why? Because it's all about Jesus. They want to live um, their lives in rhythm, following King Jesus. It's the natural, normal thing for every Christian. So why do we get baptised? A few quick thoughts. And these are definitely for the people today being baptised, but then for all of us. Why do we get baptised? Why is that important for these two footballers? Why is it important for billions of people on the planet? Why do we get baptised? One, new life. Baptism is a symbol of new life. One life ending as we enter the water and new life beginning. And we'll see this today as people come out of the water. Always that sense of a face shining. You know, it's just a beautiful moment as a symbol to say, one life is ending and a new life is beginning in Jesus. That's this idea of repentance, saying, I'm sorry. I want to turn away from the things that have represented my old life. And I want a new life where Jesus is king. That's what baptism is all about, a new life, a fresh start. You know, anyone in the room looking for a fresh start? Maybe life has been difficult up until this point, and you're thinking, I want a fresh start. Well, baptism, again, that baptism moment is about a new life. It's about a fresh start. It's about a clean slate. It's about saying, I want to make all things new. And in Jesus, I want all things to be new. And my third thought is, it's about being washed clean. You know, there's that, that sense of, in Jesus, all of my past mistakes, all of the things that have represented me or even defined me. You know, for Jesus, this was a defining moment. For today, I believe this will be a defining moment for our three uh, baptism candidates. And for, for each one of us today, maybe today can be a defining moment where you say, Jesus, I want to be forgiven. I want to be washed clean. Maybe today you're not going to enter the water, but today you can find new life in Jesus where you can say, King Jesus, wash it all away. 
And that's this beautiful image, isn't it, of baptism, of passing through the waters. Not a sprinkling. We don't sprinkle here at Life Church. It's not a sprinkling on the head. It's fully immersed. I grew up in a church where they talked about being fully dunked. I love that. No, we're going to fully dunk people today. We're not going to sprinkle water on their head. We, we believe in full immersion baptism for people who um, are of the, of the age to decide for themselves. So in this church, we don't baptize babies. Um, we, we invite people to choose to be baptized when of the, the right age to say, this is my choice. This is my decision. I want to do this. I want to live for Jesus. And they get to be washed clean. They get this fresh start. They get this new life. That's why we do baptisms. That's why we get baptised. Now, I understand, as I'm speaking now, there's three people today being baptised, and there's a lot of other people not being baptised today. Maybe you've been baptised before. So I want to give you, before we enter uh, this baptism moment, for the last few minutes, I want to give you um, a thought of, what does this mean for you today? For those of you not being baptised, maybe today remind you, you know, when, when you're married and you go to a wedding, you realise that the, uh, the whole day is about the couple. But sometimes it reminds you, doesn't it? It reminds you of your own life. It reminds you of your own vows. It reminds you of your own love, your own story. So today might remind you of your baptism moment, of why you got baptised. But I want us to think just for the last few minutes, what does this mean for us? What does this mean on Monday? Today's Sunday. Today's this huge celebration. Today's exciting. Today's this day of faith. And we're inspired. But what does baptism mean for you on a Monday in Colne or Clitheroe or Burnley or wherever you live, wherever you go to work? What does baptism mean for you? Here's my three final thoughts. Number one, surrender. What does baptism mean for us? It means I surrender. Baptism is a, is a beautiful moment. It's a triumphant moment. And I'll talk about that in a moment. But it's also a moment of laying down, of surrender. Literally, we're gonna, you're going to lay down in a minute. In the, not for too long. We don't hold you under. Don't worry. But there's a moment where you lay down. And it's a symbol of I'm laying down my rights. I'm laying down my life. I am surrendering. But then rising again. And for today, what does baptism mean for you in the room, for you watching at home? It means surrender. It means praying what we call the yield prayer, the prayer of submission. Not my will, but your will be done. Your will, your way. So before we move on, I'd love to pray for us. I'd love to pray that for you. To pray the yield prayer. To pray the prayer of surrender. To pray the prayer that says, whatever, whatever choices are in front of you right now, whatever challenges are in front of you right now, we're saying to King Jesus, your will, your way. So King Jesus, I pray for all my precious brothers and sisters in the room, everyone at home, those being baptised today and those witnessing the baptism today. I pray that we would say, your will, your way, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I really encourage you to wrestle with that prayer. What is it that God is asking of you? What is it that God is leading you towards? What is it that you're battling with God on at the moment? Pray that yield prayer. Pray that submission prayer, that surrender prayer that says, not my will, but your will. Not my way, but your way. What does baptism mean in every day of our lives? Surrender. It means freedom. Again, when you see people come out of the water, you see the smiles on their face. You see that sense of new life. It means freedom. The people of Israel were in 
slavery and they passed through the waters and they entered a new life, a new beginning. It meant freedom. And that's what it means for each one of you. Not just on your baptism day, but for every day of your life, you can live in freedom, in the freedom that Jesus brings. Not the freedom to do whatever you want, because we've already talked about surrender. In the freedom that Jesus brings, in the freedom to be exactly who God always intended you to be. You can live free because of Jesus. And baptism is a symbol of that. And my final thought before I invite Brian into leaders in baptisms is what does it mean for every day? It means victory. It means you don't have to live defeated. It means victory. As I look across, across this congregation, as I think about this church community, you know, I see trophies of grace. I see story after story of people who are living victoriously because of King Jesus. Baptism on a Sunday, today is going to be beautiful, but baptism on a Monday means you can live in victory. Each baptism story, your baptism story, whenever that happened, I was baptised 25 years ago, I think it was. But because of that day, I can live in freedom and I can live with an experience of God's victory. So I'm not going to say any more because it's time for the baptism moment. It's time to hear these wonderful stories. And if you, if you feel like God is leading you and uh, God is inviting you into a relationship with him, then I'm going to come back later and I'd love to pray for people. But right now, why don't we welcome Bryony as she leads us in this baptism moment. Thank you, Bryony. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at LifeLanks on social media or our website, lifelanks.org. Life Church, impacting our neighbours, our nation and the nations with the good news about Jesus.